I'm Reverend J. Stuart Glover, and you are listening to Faith Talk. As you know, in just a few days, we will be entering into the Lenten season. And I just wanted to offer a reflection, a pre-Lenten season reflection. Why? Well, today we live in an age of distraction that has the potential to seductively pull us away from working towards the will of God being done on earth as it is in heaven. There is a a surge in a culture that promotes secularism, consumerism, and a self-centeredness that allows some people to feel comfortable while leaving the poor, the marginalized, the unwanted, the unloved, abandoned on the side of the road to die. But according to Jesus, closing our eyes to humanity's suffering equates to turning our backs on Jesus himself. The gospel scripture comes from the 25th chapter of Matthew. And early in this selected pericope, we find a a beautiful invitation that reads in this way. It says, then the king will say to those on his right, come, you who are blessed by my father, take your inheritance, the kingdom prepared for you since the creation of the world. But then Jesus, as he often did, he catches them off guard by saying this, for I was hungry and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty, and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger, and you invited me in. I needed clothes, and you clothed me. I was sick, and you looked after me. I was in prison, and you came to visit me. Well, those who were on his right side were confused by this because they never saw the Lord enduring through any of those circumstances, And they certainly didn't remember coming to his assistance at any time. So they said, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you or thirsty and give you drink? When did we see you a stranger and welcome you or naked and clothe you? When did we see you sick or in prison and visit you? The Bible says that the king will say to them in reply, Amen. I say to you, whatever you did for one of these least brothers of mine, you did for me. So Jesus identifies himself as being in solidarity with or at one with the suffering of the marginalized, the oppressed, the unwanted, the outcast, the untouchable, the sick, the poor, the imprisoned, and the unwelcome stranger. And we know from reading this text, we know about the ones on the left. And we know that God was not pleased with their lack of compassion and their negligence when it came to being attentive and responsive to the needs of the suffering. An interesting thing is that the ones on the left did have something in common with those on the right. 
They both, on the left and the right, they both called him Lord. But the truth of the matter is that God was more attentive to what they did as opposed to what they called him. So the difference between those on the left and those on the right was that one group was led to the proper response to God's love by ministering to those in need. The other group closed their eyes to the needs of others and chose to do nothing. And yes, tragically today, there are some who have developed a theology and a practice that is highly self-centered, concerned with their own well-being to the neglect of everyone else. One poet, a writer, recognizing this tragedy, tragedy put it like this. I was hungry, and you formed a humanities club and discussed my hunger. I was imprisoned, and you crept off quietly to your chapel in the cellar and prayed for my release. I was naked, and in your mind, you debated the morality of my appearance. I was sick, and you knelt and thanked God for your health. I was homeless, and you preached to me about the spiritual shelter of the love of God. I was lonely and you left me alone so you could pray for me. This writer captures the inattentiveness to the needs of the poor. But this story from Matthew 25 <coughs> is not a story about earning your way into heaven. This is a story about doing what you do because of who you are in Christ. It is a story that describes an ethic and practice of love that should be present in the life of the Christian believer. From this story, we understand that in the abundance of our freedom, that we are not licensed to look the other way when it comes to serving others, especially because of their religion, denomination, ethnicity, socioeconomic status, or political affiliation. We cannot and must not develop theologies and practices that rob us of our God-given gift of compassion. So the, the list of needs in the scripture was descriptive of various conditions of suffering. But yet, it is not an all-inclusive, exhaustive list. There are many needs all around us. Sometimes the problem with us is that we can be paralyzed by thinking that we have to come up with big solutions to monumental global problems, and we end up doing nothing at all. In actuality, right in our communities, in our church families, in our homes, 
and, and the surrounding communities, there are great opportunities to make a difference in someone's life. Ignoring this suffering, the suffering of others, is a missed opportunity for ministry. And for us, it's a missed opportunity to serve God. As a child, as a little boy, my grandmother and my mother sang Mahalia Jackson's song to me. And the lyrics communicated the theme being, if I could help somebody, then my living shall not be in vain. So in closing, to be a Christian invites us to be individually and collectively actively engaged in confronting and alleviating the sufferings of those most afflicted in our society. And so to, to be fully human and bearing the image of Christ, we are invited through this passage to look beyond our own salvific experience, experience and yield ourselves in service to God by serving others in need in this world, in this life, in the here and now. The truth in this story is greater, much greater than the separation of sheep and goats. I know some of us like that part of the story, but through this story, we are actually given insight into God's desire for the wellness of all of humanity. As we reflect on all that God has done for us, maybe as we approach the Lenten season, it's a good time to ask ourselves the question, how can I use my privilege, my resources, my time, my talent to serve God through serving others? And even better than asking yourself, perhaps it's even better to go to God in prayer and ask him, Lord, show me how I can serve you through serving others. And as we enter this Lenten season and look for things to give up, we give up food, we give up ice cream and potato chips, but maybe we can consider giving up our inattentiveness to the suffering all around us. I'm Reverend J. Stuart Glover. You've been listening to Faith Talk. Thank you for becoming part of our global listening audience. I would encourage you to visit the website at www.reverendjstuartglover.com. There you can reach out to me by email. You can sign up uh, to be a recipient of our mailing list. You can even leave me a voice mail. Thank you for listening. God bless you. And as we uh, enter into this Lenten season, I pray that you allow, allow God to speak to your heart and your mind. Amen. God bless you.